good to be back, fellas. Welcome back to another podcast episode of the Playoff Bound. Finally back, guys. Back. We're finally doing another episode. How's it going for you guys? Yes, sir. Dude, doing great. Finally making another episode. We took a little hiatus. I know. Just like the NBA did. You know, we're just trying to keep in line. Yeah, I'm in my own bubble right now, so. Yeah. Same. So I'm quarantining. I'm being safe. Same. I'm actually, I'm actually being quarantined for like 30 days right now because I went to a, a strip club, and. <laughs> uh, okay, Lou Will. Okay, Lou Will. What was was it called Magic City? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go for the food. <laughs> it was the food, bro. It was the food. It okay. was the food. Yes, sir. That was a huge win for the Heat yesterday against the Pacers, fellas. Let me let me just let me just start the podcast with this. You have no idea how excited I was for yesterday's game because of the whole TJ Ward and Jimmy Butler feud, feud, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's not even a feud because like who's TJ Ward to Jimmy Butler? And 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 Miami did what they always do. They lock up the main player. It happened when Lanzanity was a big thing. Miami locked up Lanzanity. Miami's locked up Giannis two out of the three games Miami's played against Milwaukee this year. And we did the same thing with Warren. What did Warren do yesterday? 12 points. All in the first half. Did not score at all in the second half. Oh, That was bad. That was actually sad. Some people are calling him the last airbender. You know, he, <laughs> he vanished when the Pacers needed him the most. I saw that. That was hilarious. The, the memes are ruthless. Yeah. yeah. There was another one that said, uh, please hang uh, TJ Warren's jersey next to Jeremy Lin's. Oh, <laughs> classic. Classic uh, meme. So, you guys think the Warren, sa- Warren sanity is finally ended? It's not Warren sanity. It's Bubble Warren. Bubble Warren. Do you Bubble think that, that's over with? Or are we going to keep on seeing him? Was it just one game? I feel like it's demoralizing for him. Because like you're facing a, you're facing a team that you had like this this beef with, and a team that you might like very well end up facing in, in playoffs as well. Like it, it's possible you don't know, but like, uh, I feel like come playoff time, like the Pacers might end up, I don't know, like distributing the weight more to different players, maybe a bit more to Miles Turner, a bit more to Malcolm Brogdon. Just for like experience matters, um, but like I think he'll keep on playing well. Like he's gonna be a part of the of the push for the Pacers. I think. I, listen, I think he's a I think he's a great scorer. He's always been. You know, when he was in the Suns, he was scoring about Phoenix too, yeah, or something twenty a game. They traded him for nothing for like cash considerations, something like that to to Indiana. And it was a great pick for Indiana. I'm not gonna deny that. And the guy can score, but. But, but he, he shouldn't be your main guy. And that's why you had yeah. Depot there for. Um, and Depot, you, you can tell he's still recovering. Like, the guy, he's, he's a little slow or slower than, than, than he was before the injury. He's still recovering. And, you know, obviously he's going to get back to his old self hopefully next year because he's a super exciting player to watch. But yeah. TJ Warren, like, he, he, was, he was balling. To be fair, like, like, yeah, he was balling. He was, he, Six points the first game. That was he, incredible. He was averaging like thirty nine a game. Yeah, he was averaging thirty nine a game in in, in in like five games or something like that. But mm-hmm. then you know Miami had to come in and 
we have that beef with him. Also, um, remember, and we were talking about this before the podcast, that uh, there's going to be individual awards for the players. DJ Warren is definitely in the mix to win, you know, like an MVP type of the of the bubble. Who knows? I think I think uh, he sh he should be obviously there, like coming in with like no like intensity level and like no gameplay for like four months and coming out with like 53 points 30 and averaging like 30 points over these like the few games is really good but then also like Devin Booker that's yeah. my pick that was my guy yeah that's also my pick because you, you know we're Devin Booker fans here in the podcast <laughs> I love Devin Booker the guy guys fuck it <laughs> yeah he's I mean just because of the record he like uh, the Suns have with him and he's been the leader and he's he's like the like I feel like he's he deserves way more than he wants he should get that type of recognition in the league like eventually I, th I hope he gets the Suns there or if he decides to move to another team well it's for his best but he deserves it can I can I can I add a name to the list and I think I think he will get it if they actually end up making the playoffs that's Damian Lillard. Dame Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar. Did, did you guys did you guys see the game against um against the Clippers? Did you guys watch it? Yeah. He how he like called Pat Beverly in. It was it was a great it was a great game. He called Pat Beverly in. You know, you know they both you know, they're both very uh prideful guys, so they have their antics. He calls Pat Beverly. I, mean, Pat Beverly, I think Pat Beverly's a clown, but go ahead. Yeah, that that's that's a topic for another day because I, I know how you feel about him. I know yeah. how you feel about him. Misses two free throws, which is something that never happens. Like for winning the game, I mean they yeah. were up, they were down one. He missed the first one, and then he missed the second one. Not only that, like the guy is ice cold every time. Like like when it's terms, game time, it's game time. It's game time, and and he misses both. And I just love how he came back the next the next night with fifty one, <laughs> just scoring on all cylinders. No regard for the defense. Yeah, that's how you that's how you should recover if you're a superstar. Yeah, yeah, and and you know you know why I think um, Dame Lillard is you know going into all of these feuds is because you know he feels all the pressure that the Blazers have right now. They give us nothing. Yeah, and and you know they they look really good with Nurkic back. And I think he knows that if Nurkic would have been there the whole season, they would have, they would be much much better. They'd be top five. I don't know if top five, but they definitely be. They would definitely be in the playoffs. And I think you know a lot of people talking you know shit about him just gets to him because it's he just feels like they they might not make the playoffs, and you know that I'm I'm sure that's really like hurting him, you know, deep inside. So I think that's why he's like defense, you know, on the defensive and, you know, trying to come back at all of these people that are, you know, firing shots at him. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I do, I do really like honestly believe that they would have been a top five team with Nurkic, not only because of that, because also Collins got injured. Uh, Zach Collins got injured for most of the season. So one is kind of like saving the places from this horrible season that they were about to have. Yeah. Melo seems like he's playing a little better. He seems a little bit more comfortable, which is nice. Yeah. And 
And dude, another guy who, who, if we had a bubble most improved, you know, you have Warren, obviously. And the other guy is Williams, uh, or I think it's Trent Williams for, for, for Portland. Yeah, yeah. Guy's a shooter. Guy's a shooter. He scored yeah. at will. Yeah. Blazer, Blazers have been playing, you know, pretty good. They haven't won all of their games, but and the Suns have, which is, you know, also a, a plus for Devin Booker. They're playing the Sixers right now. Yeah. Uh, I think that if the Suns win all of the bubble, all of the games, he should definitely be the MVP or at least, you know, top two. Oh, for yeah. the bubble. For the bubble. Yeah. The ball, ball, yeah. the I thought we were talking about MVP. I was like, oh, dude. No, I mean, let, let's remember that, that um, you know, the, the votes are in for the MVP, for the regular season MVP. So let me, let, me, let me tell you guys right now. So the stats right now for the, for the MVPs for the bubble or for whoever, the, you know, is in the running for MVP for the bubble is TJ Warren, who's averaging 31, 6, and 6 rebounds and 2 assists. Then you have Devin Booker averaging 30. Uh, three rebounds, a little bit over three rebounds and six assists. And then you got Damian Lillard putting up 33 points, four rebounds and 10 assists, almost 10 assists. Some people can make the case for Doncic. I'm not making the case for Doncic because, like, they're already qualified. They were pretty much already qualified. They only had to win, like, one or two but games. But we do have to mention that Doncic has been even oh, surpassing his level that he was already at during the regular season. Yeah, like I'm, the the nineteen six were out of this world, man. Oh, that was unreal. LeBron James esque. I mean, it was like a mix. It was like a mix of Rondo with 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 like I don't know with like Damian Lillard scoring. Like it was just disgustingly good. And and like they were really good assists, like hard assists, like the like the like the through the between the pass and between the legs pass, yeah. In the legs pass, and it it was during like crunch time, like, like a minute and and a little seconds left. Yeah, that was. I feel, crazy, bro. I feel like it's it's still good for like Luca to be playing at that level because the the Mavs are like seventh in in the West, like they're not that high. Right. So they 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 know they're going to be facing the Clippers or Rockets, like really in rhythm teams that are obviously like well set. The Clippers are going to be good. The Rockets have shown they they're they're finding their their um, chemistry in this new type of nice. you know, this new lineup. So I feel like the the Mavs should be playing like that, and Luca should be showing off like how, like he, how he, the way he has, because he's not experienced in playoffs. Right. So getting this time in and like gaining that chemistry with his teammates right now is going to be big. And he's just, yeah, he's like as you guys said, he's just improved his game, and we already know the type of player he can be. But I feel like he doesn't necessarily deserve like the MVP for the bubble. Right. What? How do you guys feel about uh, Porzingis' uh, play so far? We've seen he's uh, a big part. Yeah, yeah. So some games, I, I, I think that he's the ideal partner for, for Luka Doncic, and then some other games, I just think no. Like it, it goes back and forth with 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 uh, Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, you know, it, it is a season back after the injury season he had last year, so like. I guess we have to take that into account, but it, it, it just goes back and forth for me. 
for Chris for Chris Steps. But I, his scoring has been pretty elite, though. No, yeah, yeah. 30, He's not, 30, 22, 30, and 26. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a really good player. I mean, and we've known that since New York. I mean, he was called the unicorn for a reason. So we'll see. We'll see what, what kind of success they have in the playoffs. I mean, just think if they go to like seven games with the Clippers, that's already a, a huge success. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, because like the Mavs, basically no one on the Mavs has like any like significant playoff experience compared to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. You have Kawhi, you have PG, all these players have that type of experience. So that's why I feel like it's totally fine for them to be showing off like that. Yeah. Um, because Portland and the Suns are literally like a half a game between each other for the eighth, the eighth seed in the, in the West like the battle between like Devin Booker and and uh Damon Damon Lillard is going to be more interesting at least for the bubble player award because it really will depend on like who made the spot and they're probably going to play the the play in between each other so yeah so that, I was about to get to that I was about to ask you guys if so there's four teams left that can still make the play in Memphis uh Portland Suns and Spurs who won today uh, if Memphis wins their next game, so Memphis only needs one win, they immediately make the play-in already. Who would you who would you guys uh, want to see, like as as the two play-in teams? So we were talking about this before the podcast, and I, I definitely think the Blazers versus the Suns would be the most entertaining one yeah. because Grizzlies haven't looked as good as they had. Uh, during the regular season, but also because Jaron Jackson, you know, got injured during the during the bubble right now. Um, so I think that's a huge loss for them. I think it would definitely be really entertaining to see the Suns versus the Blazers during that play. Yeah, there's just so much firepower there. Like obviously Devin Booker and Lillard, but then you have I, I feel like Aiton's played pretty pretty well. Aiton was Aiton has been playing really really well. Like he he's way more focused. Like I saw a couple plays where it's like as a center, he's he he's using his athleticism because he is really athletic. But then he's using like he's getting smarter at the game, and like you can notice that. And he's like obviously just improving. He's still so young, but then his shooting percentages are 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 not terrible either. I mean, in terms of like yeah. range. Mid-range, yeah. You can shoot the ball. So that, exactly. that definitely helps for big men nowadays. Yeah. And then, like, that matchup between him and um, Nurkic, you know, and in the Amazing. low post. No, Nurkic might win the low post, but, like, that's the thing. A- Aiton can probably spread the floor a bit more. But yep. then the experience versus young young, uh, young side for the Suns is going to be – I mean, I hope they, that's the two, the two teams we honestly see, but probably – Memphis is going to steal that right there. Like, like, okay, like the Spurs are, are just whatever. Like, they're yeah, not they've seen, like, watch. it's just like literally Popovich's system, yeah. what's, what's yeah. made them the playoffs and that push. But yeah, no, no, no excitement in watching them. And then, and then you have the you know, Portland, you have the Suns, obviously, who I want to see in the play in. And Memphis, right? Like, like Acosta said, it, they're just such, in my opinion, and I might – I don't know if it's just me. They, they're just such a boring team to watch for me. Like, they're going to be very exciting if they're healthy and when they develop yeah. their talent a little bit more. 
But right now, I just see them as like a boring team to watch. I would not want to see them. And I, they would not be a competition for the Lakers at all. Yeah. Like, and the Lakers would cruise over them. Well, we were if you have a team with more – if you have a team with more, like, playoff experience, like like Damian Lillard and, and, and CJ McCollin, you, you add Melo in the mix and you have oh. Merkic, way better. So I want to watch the Suns in, the, in Portland, but I'd much rather have Portland in the playoffs this year. The yeah. only reason I want the Suns in the play-in is because I want to see Devin Booker in, like, a real important game situation, which is never had. Because he didn't play in the Olympics. You know, he's, he's never been even close to playoffs. So I just want to see him in an important game. I want to see how he performs, you know. Yeah. He got what it takes. We'll see. I mean, and just going back to what you were saying about the Grizzlies, how they are boring, you know, besides John Morant, and I was telling you about this, you know, um, against the Raptors, they looked so bad against a good defense in the Raptors because no one could score. No one could score besides John Morant and Grayson Allen. You got Dylan Brooks, too. If if Grayson Allen is your second best scorer, you got problems. Like, seriously. He was he was solid at Duke though. No, I mean he's all right, but he's not you know second scorer worthy you know of their yeah, team for a playoff team. You know, like we haven't heard of him all season. No, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All right, well at, at least for for once we agree on something, which is <laughs> nice for a change. I I can see this quarantine has worked on all of us. We've done a little bit of introspection. I think we're more we are we're more grateful of each other now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, so let me ask you then: if if you had to select an All NBA team, who who would you guys have in that for, for, the, for bubble? the bubble only? For the bubble only, let's clarify this because I don't want I don't want like TJ Warren in an All NBA team <laughs> for the <All> whole right. <laughs> season. <laughs> Wait for the for only the bubble rule. Only right? the bubble. Only the bubble. Okay. So why don't we go point guard, shooting guard, and we, we'll say, like, our pick so that we get more time to think about the players. Go ahead. All right. All right so, so for point guard, Damian Lillard. A hundred percent Damian Lillard. Of course, yeah. <laughs> no question. Do okay. you guys all want to say, like, a diff- different players or just, like, we, uh, can just agree. We, we don't We don't have to make it controversial. <laughs> <laughs> nice to agree every now and then, Eddie. Like, I know you don't like <laughs> You don't have to disagree on everything. Yeah. Um, so then shooting guard, then we'll go with Devin Booker. Oh, yeah, no question. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll take Devin Booker all day. And so we already have uh, we already have three players we just mentioned then. Damian yeah, Lillard, TJ Warren, small forward. Devin Booker. TJ Warren. I think TJ Warren is going to keep choking against the Heat, and we're going to play them in the playoffs, and he's going to keep choking. All right, so power forward. Hmm. That, that's a tough one. So is Nurkic center or power forward? I think Nurkic is more center. a center. Okay. Yeah. I You never know anymore with this NBA because, like, you have – Why? Like, you could put all of these – players technically a point guard because he handles the ball all the time. Yeah. Um, let's leave. Let's see. I I would say let's leave Nurkic as a center, and I would I would pick Nurkic as a center, and I got yeah. my power forward. This is the guy I said at the beginning of the season. He's the X factor. If the team wants to make a push, this guy has to play well, and they have to develop him. Denver Nuggets starting a power forward number one, Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Yeah, I like that. He has been. Balling. 
He has. I love watching this guy play. He is so entertaining. He handles he the ball. He's reminds like, me of Tracy McGrady. I love that about him. It's like a it's mix so of Tracy long. with with like with like KD shooting because he's a shooter. Yeah. Uh, how tall is Michael Porter Jr.? Michael Porter Jr. is six ten, and he's handling the ball like he's a guard, and he's putting up in his last just game. Like, just like T Mac, bro. Just like T Mac. His last few games have been 37 and 12, 30 and 15, 27 and 12, 23, 11. Dude, the guy's unreal. And it's not like empty points. It's like real in-game points. The guy's, oh, he's so good. Yeah, so I take, agree with that. I'll take him on my first uh, All-NBA bubble team. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that, especially because we're going to see him in the playoffs. So, yeah. We will see him in the ball. I'm very excited to see. Him. I I stand by what I said at the beginning of the season. This guy's the X factor. If the Nuggets want to go deep, this is the guy who has to be their number two player. Uh, maybe not this year, but next year they have to develop him. He's gonna be a star. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. They're gonna have a, a nice little trio with uh, Jamal Murray in there too. Yeah. So I, I like I like him. And then do you guys have any other options for center? I can't really think of many people at center. Nurkic, probably, maybe you could put Jokic in there. Ooh. But, you, yeah, the only reason I would pick Nurkic over Jokic is because, because you can see a clear difference on how much better Portland is playing. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. like, the return of him has has meant so much for Portland. Like they they can open the floor a little bit more because he can shoot the mid range. There's more like defense. There's more of a defensive body. Just defensively, he's a monster. He has such a presence in way, you know, in, in the paint. Way better than Hassan. Yeah, I mean, has Hassan been playing at all? I don't know, but he's like kind of like a you know. He, he, he doesn't try. Like, he, he gets the stats. Don't get me wrong. He gets the stats, but they're empty stats. He does – he makes a lot of mistakes. He doesn't move on offense nor defense, really. He's just long, so it's easier for him to get blocks. Nurkic yeah. actually moves on defense. It's coming from his number one hater. <laughs> listen, listen. I used to love him. I used to love him until he got paid. Once he got like paid, he started. other Heat player? I mean, other Heat fan? What? You're saying it. You're saying it as if it was your money, Shags. Once you got paid, I I couldn't forget. <laughs> Once <laughs> I gave them the money, you know. <laughs> Once I wrote that check, everything changed. Dude, dude. Once he got paid. Once he got paid by the Miami Heat organization. He he just started playing like trash. He would he would he would try. Like you could see a clear difference. He was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> what? Am I crazy? Are you going to tell me I'm wrong? <laughs> no. I mean, for the potential he probably had coming into the league and how he's just, like, disappeared, he's out of the I picture. think he's a bum. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a bum. He's, he's that great. <laughs> but uh, talking about bums and kind of, like, impressions. Damn. Okay, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Shaggy. What type of what type of what type of mentality you want right now? Jeez. Okay. Well, who, okay. Bums in the sense of like disappointments, maybe, and like how they like haven't been necessarily playing at their level. What teams do you think have kind of? What are your impressions on some of the at bubble teams at this point? 
good impressions, bad impressions. So I don't think I don't think the top teams have showed up. Neither the Bucks, neither the Lakers, neither the Clippers. None of them have have been up to their standards during the bubble. And I think it's safe to say that uh, it's kind of worrying, you know. At least it worries a, a little going into the playoffs to see how they're going to be, you know, during those matchups. So, yeah, I think those are my picks. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a different route and say Utah has been pretty disappointing. Yeah, that's who I was I thinking thought, about. Actually. I thought they were going to be unreal. Um, they just haven't been playing well. And, and, and then a lot of people are starting to question whether Donovan Mitchell can actually carry a team. I don't think he can. But, you know, I think there's a lot. There's oh, a lot. Whoa. You don't think he can carry a team? No, I don't think so. I mean, just from the level he's played at ever since his rookie year, he's, he hasn't gone up. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't improved his game. He hasn't, you know, been a, the most improved player. He hasn't, he hasn't carried his team to a, you know, major success. So, I, to me, person, and he has a really good team. I mean, at least a decent team. You know, he has oh, a yeah. really good center in Rudy Gobert, the you know, defensive player of the year for the last two or three years. He has Mike Conley now. He has. Um, He's had Bogdanovich. He's Mike, had Ingles. Mike wasn't playing yeah. great to start the season. He he had he yeah. had a hard time adjusting. He's playing better now though. Yeah, during like the ball, to see a full season of them together, like a fully adjusted Conley. I mean, but it's not like Conley has so a lot of years you know left in his in his career in his tank. Yeah, and I feel like well, let's say going back to like our picks for like, the over under teams. Uh, I think Utah was Acosta's, but I, I honestly saw the Utah, like the Jazz, being way, way further up there, probably competing with the Nuggets or the Clippers, but um, they're just not there. And like, I'm, I'm wondering, is it something like, is it something related to the whole like Gobert, Donovan Mitchell fiasco, right. like you know, like the bubble, That's and it's good. just like psychologically, they're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> They're like they're in the playoffs, but it's like, is it affecting the whole team, the chemistry? I think it's affecting them. I I think, you know, they're trying to play it off like not like everything's cool. I think the whole like Donovan Mitchell and Gobert situation, yeah, really put a strain on that team. Um, yeah. I they 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 just don't seem the same like like the same team that was playing before um. You know before be, before coronavirus happened. Before before they canceled the season, like I don't know, they they they've been so disappointing. I, I not not a huge fan of them. I I was very high on them at the at the beginning of the season, and well, I'm they, saying. They really dropped off. So so we we have Utah. I agree. So disappointing, and then <clears throat> and then Philadelphia. Seventy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I I saw that coming from miles away. Why? Why? I saw it coming because it just Embiid and Simmons, they're just not a good, they're not a good uh, duo. They're not a good uh, partnership. Um, and even, I, I, to be honest, without them, they play better. The, I mean, the other players, you know, actually hustle and, you know, they 
you know, they try to play, at least win, but with them, it's like they, they don't, you know, they don't feel them, you know, I feel. Do you, I don't, do you I don't think, think that's, that's more of like a coaching issue? Or it might be a coaching issue. It might be a coaching issue. I think Brett Brown is an awful coach for, for that team. I think he's a terrible coach for that team. He does not get him in control. Like, he does not run play. They do whatever they want. Yeah. And, I mean, Jake Milton and, and uh, Joel Embiid were about a, you know. Exactly. This, this they they no were about a Trust the my ass, dude. There's no process to trust there. Like, that's a terrible <laughs> process. You should do what Miami's doing. No tanking. Yeah. Or you should do or you should do what the Celtics are doing. That's a better process than the than the than the, than the Sixers. And they did it without tanking also. I mean, but they also have that huge deal with the with the Nets that gave them Tatum and Jalen Brown because the Nets were so dumb to you know get Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. They took advantage of the situation. I mean, that's just a, like a gift. That's a giveaway. All right, but, you know. The yeah, of- I agree. I agree. I mean, they have to, they have to do a better job to, you know, improve their process and you know get their process to, you know, the right standards of you know, championship. Yeah. In, the, in the same level for you know a lot of years now, and they have to keep on improving. If it's a process, you have to keep on improving. Yeah, and, the, and they're definitely not. Yeah, they could have had Tatum, and they went for Fultz instead, and now that he's not even on the team anymore. I mean, that's a topic for another level. For another <laughs> fair, fair. Fultz so, was a, a really good prospect before the draft. So, like, yeah, and you can never tell, like, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna be successful in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, you can say that that you knew that was gonna happen, but at the end of the day. You know, you really it, yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into that. I guess, yeah, I, I see, I see that. I just always, I was always very high on Tatum. Um, yeah, we can all say like I knew that Doncic was going to be this good, or I, I knew that Tatum was going to be this good. But at the end of the day, like, you just don't know. Once they get into the league, it's a whole new game, you know. Except for players like LeBron. Cool. Yeah, like LeBron, we could see obviously since high school. You know, like he was the <laughs> he was like the Sports Illustrated Men of the Year, the chosen one. So, yeah. so if all right, so so wait, so we're in agreement that the process doesn't work, right? Like right now, it's not working yet. I don't think so. Like, what would you guys? What would you guys do to change it? Would, if you had to trade one guy, Simmons or Embiid, who would you trade and why? I would trade Simmons. I feel like he's more of like I, I like his creativity, but it's really for I don't know. Like I feel like you need more of a shooter for the Sixers, um, at least play style. Because like if you have a point guard that can shoot, you can really try to like work on your game with Embiid, because you can either look for open shots. Or feed Embiid inside. And you know Embiid's like one of – he's up there for the top center in the league. And I really hope he stays there because he deserves it. He's a good player. But he just has to kind of like keep his, keep his shit together because he gets too into his mind and like he beefs and like unnecessarily, you know, just like gets in people's – gets under people's skin and then he ends up losing. But then if you get a better shooter in a point guard, 
with the same type of creativity and kind of like consistency um that let's say a, i don't know like Kemba walker maybe or a player like that can give you that would be pretty interesting who would you try uh, so it's tough because if we're just talking about their um skills and like their you know who i think is a better player I would definitely trade Simmons because Embiid has been on another level. Like when he's been healthy, he's been the man. But talking about being healthy or not, how many times has Embiid gotten injured? You know, it he's really a, a time bomb. You know, I don't think gonna, I don't think he's gonna last that long in the league. And Simmons just seems like the like the better. Uh, like the better option when it comes to, you know, being healthy or not. Yeah. And Simmons is also, you know, he's a really, really, really good player. I mean, if he could shoot, he would be, you know, top, probably top three point guard in the league. Yeah. yeah. But he can't, you know, he can't shoot for, for, for. Like All right. So, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to switch it up on you guys. And To me, is it's a pretty simple question. At least I I would trade Embiid in a second over over Simmons because I think that you could not okay. Listen, not only does Embiid, Embiid get injured every freaking season for like I don't know I don't know how many games, but he, he's always injured. That's the point. So I would trade I would trade I would trade Embiid and try to get as many shooting guards as you can. Like, good shooting guards, not whatever trash guy who can shoot. Like, a real, like, three-point threat and try to emulate what Milwaukee did with Giannis. Because if you if you see, like, Giannis and Simmons' stats their first three years, they're very, very similar. And they're both very similar players. You know, yeah, they- both came into the league not being able to shoot. Huge, long wingspan. Smart players. Both have very good basketball IQ. So, Simmons' passing is great. Elite, I would even say. Um, and he can drive into the basket at will because, you know, who's guarding him? Who, which point guard is guarding him that has the same height and, 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 and you know, weight as this guy? Like, the strength of, of Ben Simmons, no one. Uh, same, same as Embiid. And what, what did they do? Uh, sorry, same as uh, Giannis. And what did they do with Giannis? They surrounded him with shooters. Uh, Wes Matthews, um, uh, Chris Middleton. What's his name? Call Corver, all these guys, and now he's thriving. Yeah. The only difference, yeah. the only difference between Simmons and, and, and Giannis, though, is that Giannis at least try to shoot during games. <laughs> he at least tries to shoot. Simmons does has no interest in shooting. And that's fine for now, as long as they get him a bunch of shooters. So I would trade Sim I would trade him beat in a second, keep Simmons, develop uh, and and build a team around him. I think that works way better. Yeah. And And like you said, I think I think the process is not working right now because also look at players like JJ Redick. Should have stayed. He should they should have gotten him like at you know, no matter what he cost, because he was like such a you know important part of their team. Yeah, he was a leader there too. Yeah, and just being a shooter, an elite shooter, like probably one of the you know, top probably like a top ten shooter in the league. Oh uh, for sure. Yeah. So I think I think that's that's what's not working. Like there's not a sink in where you're trying to go, you know, 
in in the in the style you want to play because if you're not trying to get shooters and you're trying to get you know other types of players like you know glenn robinson the third or like you know just players like that that just don't they don't you know work in your system or at least what you're trying to build then it no just system. makes sense to me there's no system they're not trying to build any they're, they're, they're not going to clear direction yeah you know you see all these other teams like right like i said you, you see the bucks what do they do they said let's have one guy who build around right and let's surround them with people who can shoot and yeah. it's been working so far. Yeah, it's true. With 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 what's it called? With with uh, the, with Philly, you just have a bunch of different parts. You know, Josh Richardson is not really a consistent three point shooter. Tobias Harris isn't either. Yeah, and no, Al Horford isn't isn't out of t out of nowhere. Like yeah. he's a great guy, but like whatever. Yeah. And then Horford, yeah, Horford's been playing like trash too. Yeah. Same with Miami. Miami got Jimmy and they surrounded him with shooters. You know what the Sixers have to do? They have to get themselves a team more like the Raptors, like all all around good players. That, that's we, that's yeah. all that has to be done. Are we just gonna be talking so high about our own team? And he's like, you know what they have to do? They gotta start winning games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just sorry. You know what the Sixers have to do? They have to win the ring. <laughs> they, got, they gotta play better. <laughs> That's what they have to do if they want to win. They have to play better. <laughs> but, like, just throwing it in there, like, uh, the Raptors have been really good, but uh, uh, I don't think they have a, the possibility of facing Philadelphia right now because, like, this, the Nets is probably going to be their face-up, their, their matchup for the next uh, – yeah. yeah, it'll be an easy for the, for the first round, but um, – just as a last question, maybe like to kind of close it out. What do you What do you guys think uh, would be like, or at least in the East, like the best matchup you'd want to see? Obviously, for Shaggy and I, it'd be like Raptors Heat. But, like out of the teams that we've seen, this this the form they're in, and like how we've seen the Bucks kind of like struggle these last few games. What do you think? So I'd I'd love to see also Pacers Heat just because of that you know battle between T.J. Warren and and Jimmy Butler even though I think that he would easily win yeah not easily but I think you know it'd be it wouldn't it, they wouldn't take seven games yeah um and also I think Boston versus Raptors I'm really looking forward to seeing that oh me too to be honest such a yeah good yeah. I think that would be a fire matchup. I'm not sure if it's going to work so that they see each other, but we'll see. Yeah, it will. It will. So, so like, in that match, I would actually give the edge to the Celtics. Although the Raptors are unreal. Raptors, though, I would give the edge to the Celtics on that one. I don't I would know. Keep in mind and then we can talk about that, though. Um, if everyone was healthy, if everyone was healthy, I would love, love, love to see. Heat Sixers, if everyone was healthy, just because of the beef between them. Uh, I mean, the Sixers, like we've said, they're not convincing me. Yeah. No, no like, I think it's just as a Heat fan would love to see their fans crushed. You just want to see, like, you wouldn't just want to see, but like, literally beef. Like, no, <laughs> I just want to see Embiid cry again. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Embiid and the Philly fans cry. One, two. I, I don't know. I. They've always been good games, but yeah, I, I think the best matchup in the in the East is Celtics and Toronto. 
Yeah. Just so good, both of them. That'd be such a good fight, matchup. I, I agree. They're, they're both Siakam. Oh my god, just imagine like Siakam, you know, defending Tatum or like Jalen Brown. And, and even like, even think about like the point guard matchup, like Cam Walker, that'd be fire. Freddie Van Vliet just making shots out of nowhere. And like Jason Tatum making like a, a step back, you know, three pointer. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for the playoffs, boys. I wonder, I, I wonder, I wonder what the matchup would be there though. It would be it would be Kemba and Kyle. It would be definitely would be Tatum and, and Siakam. Yeah, I think so. Who would be, be Jalen Brown though? Who, OG, OG Ananobi. OG, OG, bro. They have so many players that can guard whoever. I mean, believe me, that's why I'm saying. Like uh, the Raptors probably are. I'm not sure if they're necessarily top in the league in defense, but no, they're up there. I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, but like also the Celtics are known as a good defensive team, so I'd be a tough matchup like yeah Jalen Jalen and um and Jason can call can guard whoever you know because they're they're athletic versatile defensively so I know yeah but then also like how creative both teams can be on the offense and both coaches bro both head coaches are like top of the league as well oh Stevens yeah I can't wait for that I can't I hope we we get to see that there's a lot to expect boys Yes, sir. But anyways, guys, it's been great to be back. Finally, after many months of, you know, not recording, finally we're back. And uh, just deuces, boys. Yeah, let's see you guys. And we'll be playoff bound, gents. We'll be yes, back sir. soon. You got to bet. We, we're going to be back soon. Playoff yes, bound sir. is coming. Yes, sir. All right, fellas. Peace. Good to be back. Peace, boys.